of Nerds Drink Whiskey at Doggers. And uh, last week, uh, we told you you could come down to uh, Doggers and get our featured whiskey of the week. Uh, Nerds Drink Whiskey is sponsoring a featured whiskey of the week every week at Doggers. Uh, and last week was Glen Livid. Uh, they have it, and this isn't a special price. This is what they always sell it for, is $7.50. Uh, and uh, this week, we're going to... Uh, we're going to have uh, Jameson's. Now, uh, for those that uh, don't know, if you ever go to Ireland and order a whiskey, uh, be very careful because what whiskey you order in Ireland, depending upon the bar, could get you in a lot of trouble. If you order Jameson's at the wrong bar, uh, you can end up being taken outside. If you end up, if you order McNaughton, I think the other one is McNaughton's, and uh, if you order McNaughton's in a more Jameson's friendly bar, it's uh, your whiskey is a political statement and it's Ireland is what I'm getting at. Here it is not a political statement. There is no politics on this show uh, whenever possible. But uh, we're going to have Jameson's as the featured whiskey of the week. And I believe, uh, is this one $7.50 as well? Uh, $7. $7 even. Uh, so Jameson's is the featured whiskey of the week uh, at Doggers. And so come down, tell them Nerds Drink Whiskey sent you. And uh, we're going to have uh, the man himself, uh, Dogger, come up and pour us a couple of... Uh, couple shots of, uh, of, of Jameson's Irish whiskey, uh, and uh, please uh, do a do a do a very you know. Make sure we can walk out of here, and you know. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Seattle, Mark. So. <laughs> well, he's not driving, so you know. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> the last two guys are driving, so we got to make sure you know. Just enough to oh, taste Mark, it. Mark, if you had to drive, we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> hey, you know, all we need to do is get sponsored by a helicopter company, and, uh, you know, then I'll get a license, and everybody will buy a helicopter. It'll be great. It's good for the economy. That's what this show's about. It's good for the economy. And enticing a bunch of helicopter sales. So, uh, all right. So this is uh, Jameson's Irish Whiskey. I know I've had this many, many times, but uh, this is back in my early 20s when I did the, the cardinal sin of uh, mixing it with cola. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, I, I was a young, young one, and I, I didn't know any better. So, uh, anyways, here is uh, Jameson's Irish Whiskey, the featured whiskey of the week at Doggers. Very similar to the Glenlivet. It's uh, not a lot of depth, but it's got, uh, it's very sweet, uh, very easy finish. Yeah, it's not quite as sweet as the Glenlivet is. Um, I think it's a little sharper. Yeah, a little sharper. Uh, what's your thoughts, Gabe? Um, I do agree that it's a little sharper, but at the same time, I think compared to the Glenlivet, it's a little lighter on the flavor. Uh, then again, it is an Irish whiskey, and I'm used to drinking scotch, so um, scotch has always been a little bit heavier in the flavor for me. But yeah, I mean, this is actually, you know, Jameson is, you know, when, I, when it comes down to it, you go into just about any bar that I can think of, at least in the Olympia, Lacey, Tumwater, Yelm area, all of them have got Jameson. So, you know, it's pretty much the industry standard as far as Irish whiskey, that and Bushmills. But so, they should come to Doggers to drink it. Yes, they should definitely way, come to Doggers. Yeah. They should always come to Doggers. 
So yeah, it's uh, it's uh, if you're if you're get if you start to get into whiskeys, uh, I've 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 Jameson's is kind of one of the first whiskeys you take uh, when you go outside of the the standard. And uh, so, Ed, uh, what's your thoughts, uh, Ed? Yeah, it's uh, in fact, it's kind of one of the areas where I started drinking whiskey is through you and your Jamesons, and it's it's good. It's uh, obviously I'm more of a Scotch guy. Scotch has a more depth flavor. This to me seems mild, just because of what I usually drink, but it's really good. It's smooth, and that's a very important uh, part of it. So. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try and see how many uh, Scotch fans I can offend in one sentence. Uh, Here we have, go. Ha, have they ever come out with a Scotch that's just just labeled Band Aid brand Scotch? Shield Egg. I, I think they should. I think you know. Shield that's egg, what it's, yep. I mean, it all smells like Band Aids to me. So you know. Um, He's but, talking uh, about the ILA brand, uh, uh, region. Well, Scotch. more of the ILA than, than anything is is definitely a, a, a Band Aid brand Scotch. Yeah, I'm, I'm so. pretty sure you can use peat as a Band Aid. So there you, go. there you go. Yeah, yeah, it all works. So uh, cool. Uh, now before we go on to our weekly nerd news uh, segment, uh, what uh, what 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 are the things we have not covered in the dailies? Uh, the dailies, there's uh, basically some movies coming out uh, by this time this airs. Uh, these won't be too far off. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is coming out June 22nd, starring Chris Pratt. I don't know about you guys, I'm kind of over the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World thing. Meh. I don't care so much. I'll watch it when it comes on TV. The visual effects are always great in these movies, but it's like now they're and they're hybrid, making hybrid dinosaurs and I don't know. What's your They've been reaching for a couple thoughts on the Jurassic now? series. Yeah. The books are way better, and if you read the book, don't watch the movie. I've that, heard that. Yeah, I've done I very much that. agree with you on that one, dogger. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, that's coming out also. Uh, I know Ant-Man supposedly has a big part in the next Avengers movie also. But I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Paul Rudd, of course, is the star of that. Uh, Evangeline Lilly. Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas. Michelle Pfeiffer, I believe, is new to the series. So this is the second Ant-Man movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. July 6th on that one. Now, uh, uh, as far as Marvel goes, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, know this, but I've been trying really hard to catch up on my Marvel. Uh, so according to all the lists that I found that, you know, the proper order of how you should watch them, uh, uh, I just watched the... Uh, uh, the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk, because uh, that's that was one of the things you're supposed to watch in order, uh, and it was um it was okay. It, yeah, it was the best uh, Hulk movie to date. To date, yeah. yeah. At the time, and it at was the, the time, best one. Right, yeah, I agree. So, uh, and I think the next one on the list is, uh, and I've already seen it, but I'm going to watch it again just to refresh my memory as I'm yeah. trudging through all the Marvel Marvel as fast as I can. But uh, is the first Thor movie, which I remember being really good the first time I went through it. It's but, okay, you know. Have you seen the other two Thor movies? I have. Like I said, I'm so far behind in Marvel, so I'm, yeah, I'm starting watch the first two Thor movies and then watch number three and see just how incredibly much, how much better it is. Yeah. It's just so fantastic. The, one thing we vaguely, so the Avengers has been out. Uh, most of us know kind of what the vague thing, but so with the with Thanos in the comic books, and this is not a spoiler because the comics were written years ago. Hey, is, no, 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 no. He's. You know, he's using got it, he's getting the Infinity Stones together to for a reason, and this gives way more depth to the character. Is well, they've been talking not, about that leading up to this movie, so that's definitely not a spoiler. Yeah, all these movies have right. been fitting together, right? So, so they're yeah. all yeah. fitting, but you know, so in the Avengers, they don't really go into the why Thanos is doing what he's doing, 
And so the first This Avengers movie is actually part one of two uh, with the whole Thanos stuffs. And maybe in the second one they'll explain this, but he's actually doing it for love. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, see, the one thing I don't like about Thanos is, is uh, I've made it a rule. Uh, I never trust anybody with a beard shorter than mine. <laughs> he doesn't I have guess a beard. you don't trust me then. <laughs> or too many people at all. You ever uh, notice uh, Thanos' resemblance to the guy that uh, runs Pawn Stars? What's this now? The Pawn Stars TV show. What, what about Pawn Stars? He looks like the Thanos guy. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen Pawn Stars. I, oh, I, well, if any of you have seen... Pod stars. To a certain point, you kind of have to be almost a history nerd to watch Pawn Stars. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's probably. I'm one of them. <laughs> All right. So, do we have anything else, or should we roll with? Uh, uh, other than that, uh, there's a Predator reboot coming out. I saw a teaser clip, and it looked odd. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if I care. to to quote, I don't know how many people have ever seen uh, or listened to uh, the Hollywood Babylon podcast with Kevin Smith, but they, uh, they, I think they should probably cover that in their segment. No thanks. We already got one. Yeah. And the only other thing is uh, Venom is coming out, and that's way down the road in October. From what I've seen so far, it looks like kind of a crappy knockoff of Spawn. Venom doesn't look very good, but I haven't, they haven't shown a whole lot, so I, I'm hoping it's good. I don't, I don't know yet. But uh, that's what I have for this week. Cool. All right. There's one more, I think, if it hasn't been mentioned uh, recently, and that's, uh, I know that um, from the uh, executive producers of Gotham and um, all of that from the DC Universe, I believe Alfred Pennyworth is actually getting his own TV series. Uh, I saw that. Uh, which that's is awesome. interesting. Just well, with Pennyworth. With, well, with Gotham uh, wrapping up. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah, Alfred's going to actually have his own series just called Pennyworth. Interesting. All right. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, I think now we're going to roll with uh, this week's nerd news. If you want to get the news on the daily, make sure to follow us on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash nerdsdrinkwhiskey. And uh, we will ba be back next week. Uh, with uh, we're gonna we're gonna do the other side of the Irish uh, politics and uh, cover McNaughton's. So uh, see you next week with another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Here is Nerd News. Liam Neeson joins Chris Hemsworth's Men in Black spinoff. The movie is already starring Teresa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. Liam Neeson will play the head of London's Men in Black organization. The fate of the Furious filmmaker F. Gary Gray is directing the movie. It will be written by Iron Man screenwriters Matt Halloway and Art Markham. It is scheduled for a June 14, 2019 release. A fellow nerd needs our help. Ashley Johnston needs spinal surgery. She is selling her paintings for $25 a piece. She has been diagnosed with degenerative disc disease. She has two disc herniations, one located at the L3-L4 and another at L4-L5 that are causing severe canal stenosis. She is only 28 and a mother. See full link below. Avengers Infinity War writers tease bigger story for two main characters in Avengers 4. Warning, Avengers Infinity War spoilers ahead. Writers for Avengers 4 spoke about their original plans in a new interview recently with the New York Times. They always knew they wanted the ending with Thanos at the end of Infinity War. There was some conversation about moving the scene to Avengers 4, but they decided against it. 
Captain America and Black Widow have a much bigger role to play in Avengers 4. In Avengers 4, the team and their friends have to figure out what happened, then stop Thanos and hopefully find a way to reverse his decision that also brings back their friends. A Boba Fett movie is in the works. Logan director James Mangold attached. X-Men writer-producer Simon Kinberg also involved. The untitled movie will be a part of the studio Star Wars anthology films. Matt Groening's new animated fantasy show will premiere on Netflix in August. Disenchanted is about a hard-drinking princess and how to keep laughing in a world full of suffering and idiots. Matt Groening's animated epic fantasy series has a release date. Netflix has revealed that Disenchantment will premiere on August 17th. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will open summer 2019. Star Wars themed section of Disneyland in Anaheim, California will open summer 2019. Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida will open their Star Wars section late fall of 2019. Warner Brothers shuffles Godzilla 2 and more. Mark Wahlberg's The Six Billion Dollar Man has been moved from May 31st, 2019 to June 5th, 2020. The Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep, directed by Mike Flanagan, will hit theaters on January 24th, 2020. Godzilla 2 has been moved from March 22nd, 2019 to May 31st, 2019. Happy Time Murders creators respond to Sesame Street lawsuit with actual puppet lawyer. His name is Fred, and he represents the puppet film Happy Time Murders. Sesame Workshop, the creators of Sesame Street, filed a lawsuit last week against the producers of the upcoming film, The Happy Time Murders, claiming trademark infringement over their tagline, No Sesame, All Street. The Happy Time Murders is a raunchy R-rated movie produced by the Jim Henson Company that stars Melissa McCarthy. It is set in a world where humans and Sesame Street-style puppets coexist. The film's creators, STX Entertainment, sent HuffPost a response to the lawsuit that they said was crafted by their puppet lawyer, Fred Esquire. They included Fred's photo as well. Happy Time Murders is released to theaters August 17th. Lucifer got two more episodes this week. Some good news for Lucifer fans. Fox aired two bonus episodes that were filmed earlier this spring. The episodes were scheduled to air in the fourth season, which of course is not happening following the show's cancellation. The back-to-back -back Boo Normal and Once Upon a Time episodes aired Monday, May 28th at 8 p.m., two weeks after the now series finale. Spider-Man scales building to save dangling child. A four-year-old dangled from the fifth floor balcony of an apartment building in Paris. Mamadou Gassama, a 22-year-old immigrant from Mali, begins scaling the building. Gassama reaches the child and lifts him to safety, even as he is still astride the balcony. Netflix Toy Series returns. New season discussed Transformers, Lego, Hello Kitty, and Star Trek. The Toys That Made Us returns with four new episodes on May 25th. HBO's Watchmen series is an original story. Watchmen showrunner Damon Lindelof has announced that it will be, be an original story. We have no desire to adapt the 12 issues Mr. Moore and Mr. Givens created 30 years ago.
Those issues are sacred ground. And they will not be retread, nor recreated, nor reproduced, nor rebooted. They will, however, be remixed. Those original 12 issues are our Old Testament. When the New Testament came along, it did not erase what came before it. Harry Potter's Neville Longbottom is married. Okay, not actually Neville Longbottom, but the actor Matthew Lewis who played Neville Longbottom. On Monday, the Harry Potter actor revealed he tied the knot with lifestyle blogger Angela Jones. Not only did I miss Arctic Monkeys in LA, but they were performing in Italy at the same time. We were there and my wife made me get married instead. Fuming Lewis 28 tweeted along with a snapshot of the big day. It should be noted that it, this is not the Angela Jones that picked up Bruce Willis as a taxi driver in Pulp Fiction. Arrested Development Season 5 available on Netflix now. Netflix signed a deal in 2013 to bring back Arrested Development for a fourth season, 10 years after the series premiere aired on Fox. Creator Mitch Hurwitz promised that this season would be more in keeping with the original three seasons of Arrested Development. Who's to blame for Solo failure? Solo only grossed $83 million over the Memorial Day weekend. The Force Awakens made over $2 billion. Rogue One raked in almost $1.1 billion, and The Last Jedi grossed $1.3 billion. Yet fans who saw Solo are overwhelmingly positive. The Last Jedi has become the proverbial punching bag. Was the disappointing Solo box office merely backlash for the mess that was The Last Jedi? Does the blame fall at Ryan Johnson's feet? Will the Ryan Johnson trilogy fail even more? What are your thoughts? Jamie Foxx picked for new Spawn movie. Spawn creator Todd McFarlane will even direct this time. Producer Jason Bloom announced that he is an incredible actor and a huge fan of the Spawn universe that Todd McFarlane created. Andrew Lincoln to exit AMC's The Walking Dead in Season 9. Series star Norman Reedus is rumored to be taking over the lead role position. Do you think Rick Grimes is going to be killed off? New comic explains Leia Poppins? Star Wars The Last Jedi Number 2 adds an internal monologue. It reveals that she looks into it and discovers that this is not when she's meant to go, thereby, thereby finding the power inside to save herself. Does this change how you feel about the scene? Woody Harrelson confirms Venom sequel. Speaking to Collider, the actor said that director Ruben Fleischer was a big draw to the project. Woody Harrelson said, Roll of the dice. Because I'm just, I'm in a little fraction of this movie. But I'll be in the next one, you know? So I haven't read that script. But anyways, just roll the dice. Casting for HBO's Watchmen announced. Regina King, Don Johnson, Tim Blake Nelson, Adele Clemens, Louis Cossie Jr., and Andrew Howard are now signed on. Excited yet? Disney shares dip after Solo. CNBC reports that Disney shares dipped after franchise low debut for Star Wars prequel Solo. The Disney produced Solo, a Star Wars story, delivered a franchise low 83.3 million in North American ticket sales over three days. Shares of Disney fell after its latest Star Wars movie sputtered at the box office over Memorial Day weekend. Rogue One had been Disney's lowest grossing film in the franchise, bringing in 
$155 million for its 2016 debut. In other Star Wars news, The Last Jedi comic reveals Admiral Ackbar's last words. Nothing ticked off fans more than the death of Admiral Guile Ackbar. The beloved Mon Calamari is killed off-screen like an unimportant background character. In the comic just before First Order torpedoes hit the bridge of the Admiral ship, he says, it's been an honor serving with you all. Does this satisfy you? Do you still think he deserved better? Comicbook.com, however, has some good news for our final Star Wars story today. Solo, a Star Wars story, has biggest box office opening ever for a heist movie. When it comes to the crime film subgenre focused on the planning, execution, and aftermath of a major theft, Solo now holds the record for largest opening. According to Box Office Mojo, prior to Solo, 2011's Fast Five held the record for biggest heist film opening weekend with nearly 86.2 million. Solo's opening brought in 101 million over the four-day Memorial Day weekend. The Crow remake falls apart yet again. Studios have spent almost a quarter of a century trying to reboot the Crow movies. The latest was scheduled to release in the fall of 2019. It was supposed to star Jason Momoa as the title character and be directed by Corin Hardy. Jason Momoa and director Corin Hardy have formally withdrawn from the film now. Are the reboots as cursed as the comics character created by James O'Barr? Creative and financial differences was the reason given. The Avenger that can't be trusted to keep a secret. Mark Ruffalo is without a doubt the worst at keeping secrets. But he's also the person I probably love the most. He's just the most... Just one of the kindest people you'll meet. And so completely forgivable every time he gives away some plot point. He could get away with murder. Anyone else, it might be highly scrutinized and punished. But he's beyond forgivable. Ruffalo famously let out a major Avengers Infinity War spoiler last summer at D23 Expo when he went to say half of the characters in the then-upcoming crossover epic die, only to quickly correct himself and let slip everybody dies. Legion Renewed for Season 3 Based on the Marvel Comics by Chris Claremont and Bill Seinkowitz. The Legion follows the story of David Haller. A man who believed he was schizophrenic but discovered he might be the most powerful mutant in the world. With the help from a team of specialists, David harnessed his unique abilities and learned he'd been haunted by a malicious parasite. Sony pulls Spider-Man spinoff. Silver and Black will no longer be hitting theaters February 8, 2019. Sony has pulled the Spider-Man spinoff from the calendar and is said to be searching for another date for the film. Silver and Black is to center on the Spider-Man characters Silver Sable and Black Cat. It will be directed by the Secret Life of Bees filmmaker Gina Prince by, by the Wood. Wonder Woman sequel update? Wonder Woman's next film will be set in the 80s. Kristen Wiig's Cheetah will be at least one of the villains the demigoddess faces. And DC Entertainment president and Wonder Woman producer Jeff Johns recently posted this graphic to Twitter. Wonder Woman 2 is set to hit theaters on November 1st, 2019.